You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality Bloodsport. This is episode two. I hope you guys all enjoyed episode one. It was it was a tight one. We have some winners. Looking forward to moving on to round two. Um, but for today, we're going to be heading out to the West Coast where we're going to have Kylie versus Dean and Matt versus Chris. And I assume that it will be just as exciting as that first round of games. Uh, so let's go and meet those competitors. Okay, let's get to game one of episode two. But as you can tell, this isn't Matt who gave the intro to this episode. And Jeff, you're here too. Yeah, it turns out Matt wanted to do one final spot check going through the list just to make sure everything was ready, setting the stage for today's excellent game. And uh, unfortunately, he got stuck in some coagulated blood. You know, those those tracks on the Matt robot just don't work in this kind of environment. So we're uh, we're we're taking over for him right now. Hopefully, he'll get his uh, repair team back out there, and he'll be back for the next match. As they say, it's always the pesky coagulated blood. Always. Yeah, but we have some special guests here, as we are going to have on every episode of Bloodsport. So let's start with our competitors for this first match for today's episode. Coming to us from El Paso, Texas, by way of Fort Bliss, Dean Bratton. How are you, Dean? Good to see you. Good to be here with you guys. I'm pretty good. Yeah, so nice to have you here. Uh, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Dean Bratton, I'm currently in the military just for just till February that I get to retire. But um, Con- on the same time, I do community theater. So tonight, our second showing of bus stop, we just started. We opened last night, so we got three more weeks of uh, of performances to go. And so far, it's going well. No tomatoes were harmed in this production so far, so <laughs> it's successful. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you taking some time uh, before the performance to come here and compete, and we hope you break a leg tonight. So thank you for joining us uh, and for being a patron. And uh, you're going to be going up against uh, a pretty stiff competitor uh, coming to us from Mesa, Arizona, Kylie Diggs. How are you, Kylie? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing wonderful. Uh, Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Kylie Diggs. I am a trivia writer. Um, I own Brainwave Trivia, and I write content for bars around the country. I host trivia. And yeah, other than that, it's just like trivia life hashtag all the time, all day, all night. I'm excited to play. I'm so nervous, though, because coming in saying like, oh, yeah, I I own a trivia company and I write trivia for a living. That sets the bar pretty high. So hopefully I can prove my bona fides here. (laughs) 
Well, it, it does sound uh, very familiar because if, if you are listening right now and you heard the first episode, you know that there was a game where someone mentioned a pretty exclusive club and it didn't really help them. So hopefully we'll see what happens this episode here. Uh, but let's throw it to our host with the most, Ryan Myers. How are you today? And we are so excited to hear some new questions for today's matches. Well, howdy. I am doing well. I am here as we have reminded people in previous episodes that it is not fun sport. It is blood sport. Um, because just as an aside to y'all, these have been some rough first rounds. And we're excited to see how they do today because we have some uh, pretty good competitors here today. So Dean, yes, we do. Yeah, Dean and Kylie, I hope you're ready. Ready to my gun. Right, be. Is- Let's go. Let's let's do it. Excellent. Um, I will just be reading questions. You'll be both answering them. Best of 12 wins. Starting with question number one. Albert and Freddy are two giants of blues guitar that share what surname? Despite this, they're still not the most famous person in their genre and instrument with this last name. I I will lock in. Oh, that's a du- quick double lock in. Um, uh, Kylie, who did you or what surname are you providing me with? So I am just going educated guess here, and I locked in with King. Andine. I had BB King. That's yeah, BB King's the most famous person there. Um, whose first name is Riley, by the way, but like decades before that was popular. Yeah, I'll share the surname King. Um, Albert King is very highly underrated. Um, hey, let's move to number two. By what two-word name is Halite more commonly known? That is H-A-L-I-T-E. Halite more commonly known. This mineral is often used to cure fish or bacon, as well as manage ice in areas where it may be dangerous. Okay, so two-word name. Halite rings no bells for me, and I know that um, curing things is often salt, and the thing about managing ice when it's dangerous that makes me think of when you put down salt like if your sidewalks are iced in the midwest or something and i don't know exactly if this is right but i'm gonna guess rock salt okay and uh dean what's your guess i was going along the same thought process but i instead of salt rock salt, i put sodium chloride because you said mineral but uh halite is specifically rock salt all right So a point for Kylie there. Um, Let's do number three. By way of Old Saxon and Old French, what nine-letter words etymology has its roots in meaning to provide shelter for? In modern usage, it is used to mean something that signals something soon to come, usually in a negative manner. Okay, I'm locked in. All right, Kylie, have a swing at it. Talk it out if you need to. Well, I thought I had it, and then I counted the letters in the word that I wrote down, and it's 10, not 9. So now I'm trying to come up with a different form of said word. You're good. You still have some time to answer. I will go with forebodes. Forebodes. And Dean? I chose harbinger. And harbinger is correct. Ah, nice. Nice Great poll. Very well done. I was, uh, the first thought that came to my head, and I told Jeff storm but that's definitely not french but it is nine letters so it made me feel good so um hey number four the primary antagonists from which film franchise get their name from the greek for foreign shape i'll lock in all right dean you can think some more talk it out i'm thinking it could be the exomorphs that are in uh 
Is that Alien? I'm just going to go with Alien. Don't franchise. All right. With Alien and Kylie. I also said Alien. Yep. It's Xeno for Strange or Foreign and Morph for Shape. The Xenomorphs are from Alien. Well done, both of you. Uh, hey, let's do number five. An absurdly large number of people think it's a spooky castle or something when in reality, it's just some cypress trees. This is specifically in regards to the left third of which work of art? I'm going to go with a guess. I'm just going to guess something. All right. I mean, um, there's Dean's so many things. Guess. I'm just going to say Starry Night. I don't know. I was about to guess lock in Mona Lisa, but I don't think that's even close to right. So I'll just say that. Um, the correct answer is The Starry Night by Damn Vincent it. van Gogh. Well, that was a guess. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's there. It's it's some cypress trees, but okay. Like so many people think it's there's 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 I've seen articles on this that people think it's a spooky castle, maybe just because they see it when they're young and don't think about it. I don't know, um, but yeah, the Starry Night by Van Gogh is correct. Let's do number six. What Chinese American woman was robbed of Nobel Prize recognition when her colleagues received the award for her namesake experiment that proved parity is not conserved in physics? I have no guess. I'm out. I can't. I'm not even gonna pretend I know this one. So, all right, pass. Kylie, take a take us. You can take your time to think. You still got you know like 40 seconds or something. But. Yikes, Ryan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then you got it on this. I mean, this up as soon as you're done. I'll just guess rather than tap, and I'll just say Chen. Always a good good try. Um, she's basically Rosalind Franklin, but the one people don't remember. Um, it's Chen Shung Wu. Chen Shung Wu. Okay. She worked on the Manhattan Project as well. Um, she was very important, and she got passed over for um, pretty obvious reasons, unfortunately. Thanks, culture. Um, hey. Sounds, sounds about right. My lovely triviality friends. How are we looking going into the second half of the game? So far, it's been a, a great match, punch for punch here, but uh, the scores are fairly high. So it's three for Kylie and four for Dean. So still anyone's game, but uh, the scores are uh, getting up there. So, yeah. Um, let's do number seven. Barbara Jordan in 1976, Mario Cuomo in 1984, Ann Richards in 1988, and Barack Obama in 2004 have given what are generally considered some of the greatest speeches in American history, all of which were delivered at what event? Okay. Uh, I am fair. I'm fairly confident in my guess. Um, Me too. What are you thinking it is, Kylie? I think it's the Democratic National Convention. And Dean? What's my answer? Yeah. It's the, the DNCs in those various years. Absolutely. All right, let's do number eight. Let's go to geography. What name is shared by a city in Queensland, Australia, and a group of colonies in West Africa that would eventually become the independent nation of Ghana? I can lock in. Locked. Okay, Dean, you can take your time, think it out, do what you need. Queens in Australia and Ghana. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, I don't know, I'm going to have to guess. Uh, I'm just going to guess um, Darwin. Or no, 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 no. Let me take it back. I'm going to guess, uh, not Darwin, but the other one, Perth. I'm going to guess Perth, but I don't know. All right. I guess of Perth and Kylie. I said Gold Coast. And Gold Coast is the correct answer here. That's a lucky pull for me because I have family there. Oh, that's... 
I mean, that's as good as any reason to know. All right, question number nine. Which iconic French fashion designer passed away in early 2022 and rose to prominence in the 1970s for his hyper-feminine avant-garde approach to high fashion, as well as his active anti-racist approaches to runways? He may be best remembered for designing Cardi B's floral loom for the 2019 Grammys and Me Moore's dress for Indecent Proposal. I think I'm locked in. Okay, so I didn't have really any notion, but then I'm thinking of that dress from Indecent Proposal, which was quite strappy, which makes me think it might be Jean-Paul Gaultier is my guess. Jean-Paul Gaultier and Dean. I don't know. I said Carl Lagerfeld. R.I.P. Matt Gala. Um, neither of you correct on this one. It's Thierry Mugler. Let's go to question number 10. The O in its logo is stylized to look like a degree symbol, which makes sense given its name. Though, to be fair, that name references a general range of prices instead of degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius. Founded in 2002, what is this chain of businesses? Bunch of nothing. I'm drawing little 70 degrees over here, but that's not helping. Something with an O in it, looking for a range of prices. I'll just, this is so wrong, but I'll just say Big Lots because that has an O in it and they sell stuff at a variety of prices. All right, Big Lots. And uh, Dean, over to you. Oh, I just said oxygen because I don't know. Oxygen. Uh, the correct answer, it's a chain of like discount stores, like dollar stores, and it's called Five Below. Oh, yeah. I never go there. I have never heard of that in my entire life, so I don't feel bad about missing it. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to question 11. In terms of public health and disease prevention, what does PPE stand for? I was about to lock in, but I'm worried that uh, this seems so much easier than the previous question, so I don't want to underthink it, but PPE... I believe is personal protective equipment. And Dean? Personal protective equipment. It absolutely is. Running. Yes, of course. You all have PTSD from 2020. You know that. <laughs> For a quick score check, it uh, looks like both competitors are at six points. So this this question is going to decide it. And wow. we, we have a tiebreaker afterwards in case it's still tied. So question 12. Mary Roberts Reinhardt has two literary legacies. The first is the Had But I Known story, in which the narrator laments their actions over the course of the book before we find out what exactly they did, and which famous cliché from her 1930 mystery novel, The Door. All right, so my initial thought was the Dark and Stormy Night thing, but I think that was earlier, and I think that was a male author, so I locked in with The Butler Did It. And Dean? The Butler Did It. That's my cliché. And that is the correct cliche, so we're going to have to go to a little tiebreaker here. Oh, my God. After the 12th question, it is still tied 7-7. Seven to seven. So what we're going to do is have one extra question, and we'll see if we can have a winner after that. And if not, then we'll do a closest to the pin or a fist fight, and we'll decide it there. Ryan, take it away. Um, okay. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its Class of 2023 inductees this last week. Please name any two of the three women that are being inducted as regular members this year. Or if anything, take three guesses and whoever gets the most can do it. Because if you both just get one, then we have to default. So, 
you can get up to three points on this one, I guess. Okay. I got Shaka Khan, um, uh, Celine Dion, and Bonnie Raitt. I don't know. Right. And Kylie. I said Bonnie Raitt, Chrissy Hind, and Melissa Etheridge. Your three correct answers are Kate Bush, coming off of a hot ear with Stranger Things. Running up that hill. Cheryl Crow. And the most objectively correct one of all, Missy Elliott. Oh, man. All right. For our final tiebreak question, since uh, you are both so evenly matched, we are looking for closest to the pin. How many Best Picture Oscar winners have there been with only one word titles? All right. Excellent. So uh, the number of Academy Award winners for Best Picture that have single word titles. Um, Kylie put 36. Dean put four. The correct answer, including the hyphenated Ben-Hur, is 27. So Kylie is going to edge this out. All right. What a what a game. That was I was. That was so exciting and terrifying, and I had a very good time. This this was the equivalent of a, of a playoff game, but in the middle of the season. This was crazy. So this is something you'd expect in one of the final rounds of Bloodsport. Yeah, I feel I feel bad that they both can't advance because they've outplayed so many of other prelim people today. We'll we'll have to figure out a way to maybe um, have these two compete once again. But uh, Jeff, do you want to uh, uh, send uh, our competitor home? Absolutely, I do. So unfortunately, uh, today, you know, Dean, you reached for the oil to get yourself all ready to go, but it was actually honey, and you were swarmed by bees. So uh, yeah, you got uh, got completely stung up, and uh, you couldn't continue on in this epic competition. But uh, no fault of your own, you played valiantly, and uh, so well done. Uh, it was a real pleasure to have you, Kylie. We're going to be hearing more from you in our next round, and look forward to having you there. Yep. Uh, Dean, any final words or any shout outs before we let you go today? Well, today I'll just borrow a quote from like Big Mandela said it, especially when it comes to trivia. Um, I either win, I never lose. I either win or I learn. So that applies today. I mean, you know, I didn't lose, but it was more fun than to, to learn something. It's nice to win, but eh, I mainly just want to have fun. So like I said, yeah, I either win or I learn. That's our motto here. So we, we appreciate you uh, being here today. And, and just for the fact, this is such an entertaining game. Um, and we can't wait to see, uh, Kylie, uh, how far you are able to go. But uh, thank you both today. And uh, Ryan, feel free to go uh, grab a protein shake because uh, we're going to be back for match two in just a minute. All right. After that intense game, I think it's time to slow it down a little bit and uh, thank our patron supporters. Uh, all our Bloodsport competitors this year are also patron supporters. Uh, a small perk, along with all the other perks they get, including bonus episodes, stickers, boxes. There's all sorts of different levels. Just go visit us at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast, and you can join us over there, and all these rewards will be unlocked. Uh, once you're done doing that, hit play, and we can start for game two. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Was, or call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, <laughs> exactly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. All right, and welcome into game two of the West Coast bracket. Uh, Kylie Diggs victorious in the first game. Uh, the winner of this matchup will go on to face her in the next round, so a lot at stake here. Um, joining us today will be Matt Takamoto from Oakland and Chris Scholes from Twin Falls, Idaho. Uh, Chris, how is it over in Idaho today? You know, it, it feels like we finally got a little bit of spring in the air, which is, is different after a very long winter. Yeah, I imagine, and the potatoes are doing well. <laughs> With all the wet we've had, they're not in the ground yet, but they'll get there soon. <laughs> tell, tell McDonald's and all the rest of the French fry guys we've got them covered. Well, excellent. Uh, why don't you tell the folks home a little bit about yourself? Uh, my name's Chris. I'm a dermatologist. I've been practicing for about 26 years, um, and I have uh, uh, a somewhat of an addiction to various trivia podcasts, and you guys are absolutely top on the list, and I'm and I'm rocking the, uh, oh, the Triviality a, sweatshirt. A fantastic sweatshirt that you can get at tpublic.com slash Triviality. Uh, always an opportunity to show. Uh, we appreciate it. Well, good luck to you today, Chris. Um, you will be going up against Matt Takamoto from Oakland. How are you today, sir? I am very tired, uh, uh, but I am good. Um, I am one of the thousands of Oakland teachers that are currently, as we record this, on strike um, for a better contract. So I spent all week walking the picket line and my brain is a little mushed. So <laughs> Chris, you might have an advantage here. Well, we wish you luck in all forms of that. Um, outside of teaching, uh, what do you like to do for fun? Um, so I've been kind of more and more into the the online trivia game the past few years. Um Still trying to, you know, ride the wave off my Jeopardy win last year as much as I can. Although my partner is like, okay, it's been a year. That's enough of that. So, well, if I learn from Twitter profile pictures, once on Jeopardy, always on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, it's forever. Um, you, yeah. It's forever your personality. Uh, well, good luck to you today as well. Also a fantastic name. Uh, I'm going to send it over to Ryan. Ryan, you got the questions. Let's get this game started. Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with number one and do some geography. The Orange, Limpopo, and Val, V-A-A-L, rivers are all major waterways you could find in which country? Orange immediately made me go to the Netherlands, and they do have lots of waterways in the Netherlands. Um, but then Limpopo also, so I'm wondering, my thought was maybe somewhere in Africa that has like Dutch colonization roots, but also I don't know the which country got colonized by whom very well um 
So I kind of, I don't know. I'm doing a flyer that might be wrong, but I went with South Africa. And Chris? I actually went back and forth between three different uh, countries, between South Africa and the Netherlands. I actually wound up with Norway locked in. The correct answer is South Africa. Orange getting its name from that Limpopo through several countries in the south. And there's an area of South Africa called the Transvaal that is notable. So South Africa for a point. Let's go to question number two and talk about high cinema. What actor made his acting debut in 1995 in two films both involving, on some level, incest? Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, and Clueless. Yeah, I'm just going to take a flyer and say Liam Neeson. But Liam I Neeson? Really, really do not know. We'll lock and Matt. All right. Um, so I don't know Halloween because scary movies are very scary and I don't like them. <laughs> um, but I do know Clueless a decent amount and I can name some actors from it. So I went with Paul Rudd. It is Paul Rudd for one point. Correct. Uh, let's move on to number three and get scientific. Though its name comes from the Greek for glowing, which star is more officially known as Alpha Canis Majoris? Um, <clears throat> so, let's see. Canis Majoris. There is a dog star. I won't overthink it. I will just lock in with Sirius. And Chris. I locked in with a dog star, Sirius. And it is correct for a point apiece. Moving from the stars to the heavens, if you will, for question number four. The trinity of supreme divinity in Hinduism is made of Vishnu, Shiva, and which creator god? He's become substantially less important than the other two gods over the years as Hinduism has evolved. I think that if you would have asked me to name two of the three, I could have gotten the two you gave us pretty easily. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, the one that sticks in my head that I don't think is right, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to get to anything better is Ka. So I'll lock that in. With Ka and Ka. Matt? Uh, I uh, kind of had the same idea of like, oh, yeah, Vishnu and Shiva, I know those. Um I'm I'm not great. I'm not great at my gods in general. Um, but I do know that it's a name, so I locked in with Brahma. And it is Brahma for one point. Um, number five. Sharing its name with a kind of bridge. Which style of bra is not supported by straps, but instead underwiring? This bra was designed by film director, plane fanatic, and overall recluse Howard Hughes. Okay, the two that popped to mind that would both make at least some sense would be cantilever and suspension. You have the great misfortune of having two men on the uh, program today. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's why I like asking questions like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. confirmed non-bra wearer. We are, exactly. we are feminizing the trivia canon slowly oh, but yeah. surely. I'm yeah. I'm I'm still waiting for the uh, the question about male specific apparel, but I don't I don't expect it's going to be coming. That's the for car, the pride the episode. Car, the next cargo time. shorts question is next. Oh god! Yes, there you go. <laughs> I saw I saw some meme the other day that said that um, 
the god awful butt rock of the 2000s was a military psyop to sell more camo <laughs> specifically camo cargo shorts and i was like you know what i'm gonna choose to believe that because it's more fun that's, yeah it's, that's a fun conspiracy theory i, I like that no one fred if durst it's not is true a, fred durst is an be. agent of the government actually <laughs> i've always said that oh i'm gonna say suspension i think i picked the wrong one but i'll lock in with that and matt uh, well, if you picked the wrong one, I also picked the wrong one because I did flip the exact same coin and it came up <laughs> suspension. And the 25% chance has rung its head. It's cantilever. Ah. <laughs> well, we were we were both in the right ballpark. Yeah. But I'll bet you a nickel if I ask my wife that question, she won't get it right either. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, let's do number six. Once... It's the title of a hit single by the Christian band Sixpence None the Richer. Thrice, it's the album on which you'd find the Cure songs, Why Can't I Be You and Just Like Heaven. What is this phrase? You got a guess? Um, let's lock in with Let's Go. Let's Go. And Matt Takamoto? Um, it's the only Sixpence None the Richer song I know, and most people know. I think it's called Kiss Me. Kiss Me is correct with the album being Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. One of the, if you listen to that song, Chris, you will be like, oh yeah, that song. Probably. Um, Matt, where does that take us halfway through? Uh, halfway through, uh, Chris with one and Matt with five. He has been on fire so far. Question number seven. Canadian Moroccan internet personality Iman Anis is better known by the pseudonym Pokimane. She is the most followed woman on which platform? I, I'm going to lock in. All right, Matt, you're good to think aloud if you'd like. Um, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on like name, name, name a platform. Um, so I will just say TikTok. Um. I, I'm sort of proud of myself that I'd heard the name Pokemon before, uh, but I had to take a guess on the platform. And I also said TikTok. Yeah, the correct answer is Twitch. She's a game streamer. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, gotcha. You may remember her from the bathwater she sold. That, that was... Bathwater. Is that not her? <laughs> no, that was Belle Delphine. Oh, that's right. I get them mixed up all Not the that time. I'm proud of knowing that. <laughs> trivia does things to a person's brain. <laughs> well, actually, about someone's bathwater... Uh, selling is like not a great look. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of pleased with myself that I know very little about this person. <laughs> right. um, let's go to number eight. Which fortified Sicilian wine is perhaps best known as the namesake of an Italian American dish that notably features chicken and mushrooms? Um, okay. When I think of chicken, mushrooms, and wine, my mind immediately goes to Marsala. Um, but let's quickly think about if there's anything else I'm missing. Um, no, we'll lock in with Marsala. And Chris? Every time I think I've got one right, Matt just runs right into it as well. <laughs> I also said Marsala. It is Marsala wine, absolutely. Uh, let's go number nine. Which chemical element was discovered by Marie Curie in pitch blend, a uranium ore? It was then named after her homeland. 
Uh, well, she's got the two. One's named after her, and the other one's Polonium. So I'll lock in with Polonium. This is what you get when you don't let somebody finish the uh, question. I said Curium. Oh. <laughs> it is Polonium. It's Polonium. After Poland. Oh, you were so excited, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, finally, science. Let's go. Get me away from uh, Twitch. And yeah. <laughs> um, number 10, let's go historical. The 1274 BC Battle of Kadesh, K A D E S H, is generally believed to have been the largest battle ever fought using what conveyances? Around five to 6,000 were believed to have been used during this skirmish. Is it a living conveyance or a non-living conveyance? That's kind of my where I'm trying to guess here. Um, I'm gonna say, I want. Well, I don't know if this is the right time. Uh, why not? I will say elephants. Elephants and Chris. I went absolutely full on Ben Hur and said chariots. And the correct answer is chariots. Ah, nice. Woo! I feel like I know exactly one thing that Matt didn't know. <laughs> Chariots popped through my head, but I was like, I, it just—I don't know. I, I liked—I liked saying elephants. I was—I was in exactly the same boat, but my coin came up right this time. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks, Cosman. Um, let's go to number eleven. Which British comedian is closely associated with the wacky and now arguably cliche song "Yakety Sax," as it was frequently played over the credits of his long-running, highly-rated namesake show? I can lock in. I can lock in. All right. This is. Uh, oh, you can take it, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, now, now you're now you're into uh, 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 saxophone, which that I can that I can speak. That'd be the Benny Hill show. And Matt, I also said Benny Hill. It is Benny Hill, absolutely. We have question twelve. Take an E, like the letter. Take an E out of a country's name, and you get the surname of which famous American pop art figure whose work often parodied and admired comic strips? Lock in. Oh, lock in, yeah. All right, uh, Matt, what do you have? Uh, I had uh, Roy Lichtenstein. And Chris? You know, I don't have a, a, a graphic artistical bone in my entire body, but uh, I do really like the art of Roy Lichtenstein. As you should. Roy Lichtenstein is correct. Um, Matt, uh, where does that take us? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a shame the game's ending now because Chris was really finding his stride <laughs> at the end. He got uh, four of the last five correct to have five uh, total overall. Um, but Matt was unstoppable with his leftover Oakland Raiders pads, I imagine, or whatever he was using to bludgeon Chris. He ended up with nine today, and he will be moving on to round two. So congratulations, Matt. Um, we'll be hearing from you uh, in the next round. So, Chris, any last words before we say adios? No, I think pretty much all I'd say is be nice to one another. The weather uh, hopefully is starting to to get nice, so get out and do something exciting. And personal note to Matt, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Good luck with everything that you have going on right now, and hopefully we'll see the rest of you guys in a similar medium at some point soon. Have a wonderful day. Absolutely. Thank you to both contestants and Ryan for writing all those questions. Uh, this time I'll send you to the locker room for some water and some stretching to get ready for the next game, uh, which will be coming in next week. All right. And that will do it for today's episode. Thanks so much to our competitors and for Ryan for putting that game together. And as always, we are an Airwave Media podcast. You could check out our fellow Airwave Media podcasts, such as The Conspirators, 
Pulse of the Planet and Tumble, science podcast for kids. And we will see you next week for Bloodsport Episode 3.